This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Aaron Decker. The Divine Comedy by Dante Alighieri. Translated by Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. Inferno, Canto 26 to 30. Canto twenty six. Rejoice, O Florence, since thou art so great that over sea and land thou beatest thy wings, and throughout hell thy name is spread abroad. Among the thieves, five citizens of thine, like these I found, whence shame comes unto me, and thou thereby to no great honor risest. But if when morn is near our dreams are true, Feel shalt thou in a little time from now what Prato, if none other, craves for thee. And if it now were, it were not too soon. Would that it were, seeing it needs must be, for twill aggrieve me more the more I age. We went our way, and up along the stairs the borns had made us to descend before. Remounted my conductor and drew me and following the solitary path among the rocks and ridges of the crag, the foot, without the hand, sped not at all. Then sorrowed I, and sorrow now again, when I direct my mind to what I saw, and more my genius curb than I am wont, that it may run not unless virtue guide it, so that if some good star or better thing have given me good, I may myself not grudge it. As many as the hind, who on the hill rests at the time when he who lights the world his countenance keeps least concealed from us, while as the fly gives place unto the gnat. Seeth the glow-worms down along the valley, perchance there where he ploughs and makes his vintage. With flames as manifold resplendent all was the eighth bolgia, as I grew aware as soon as I was where the depth appeared. And such as he who with the bears avenged him beheld Elijah's chariot at departing, what time the steeds to heaven erect uprose, for with his eye he could not follow it, so as to see aught else than flame alone, even as a little cloud ascending upward. Thus each along the gorge of the entrenchment was moving, for not one reveals the theft, and every flame a sinner steals away. I stood upon the bridge uprisen to see, so that, if I had seized not on a rock, down had I fallen without being pushed. And the leader, who beheld me so attent, exclaimed, Within the fires the spirits are, each swathes himself with that wherewith he burns. My master, I replied, by hearing thee I am more sure, but I surmised already it might be so, and already wished to ask thee. Who is within that fire which comes so cleft at top? It seems uprising from the pyre where was Eteocles with his brother placed. He answered me, Within there are tormented Ulysses and Diomed, and thus together they unto vengeance run as unto wrath. And there within their flame do they lament the ambush of the horse which made the door whence issued forth the Romans' gentle seed. Therein is wept the craft, for which being dead, Didamia still deplores Achilles, 
and pain for the palladium there is born. If they within those sparks possess the power to speak, I said, Thee, master, much I pray and repray that the prayer be worth a thousand, if thou make no denial of awaiting until the horned flame shall hither come. Thou seest that with desire I lean towards it. And he to me, Worthy is thy entreaty of much applause, and therefore I accept it, but take heed that thy tongue restrain itself. Leave me to speak, because I have conceived that which thou wishest, for they might disdain perchance, since they were Greeks, discourse of thine. When now the flame had come unto that point, where to my leader it seemed time and place, after this fashion did I hear him speak. O ye who are twofold within one fire, if I deserved of you while I was living, if I deserved of you or much or little when in the world I wrote the lofty verses, do not move on, but one of you declare whither, being lost, he went away to die. Then of the antique flame the greater horn, murmuring, began to wave itself about even as a flame doth which the wind fatigues. Thereafterward, the summit to and fro, moving as if it were the tongue that spake, it uttered forth a voice, and said, When I from Circe had departed, who concealed me more than a year there, near unto Gaeta, or ever yet Aeneas named it so, nor fondness for my son, nor reverence for my old father, nor the due affection which joyous should have made Penelope, could overcome within me the desire I had to be experienced of the world and of the vice and virtue of mankind. But I put forth on the high open sea with one sole ship, and that small company by which I never had deserted been. Both of the shores I saw as far as Spain, far as Morocco, and the Isle of Sardis, and the others which that sea bathes round about. I and my company were old and slow, when at that narrow passage we arrived, where Hercules his landmarks set as signals, that man no further onward should adventure. On the right hand behind me I left Seville, and on the other already I had left Ceuta. O oh, brothers, who amid a hundred thousand perils, I said, have come unto the west, to this so inconsiderable vigil which is remaining of your senses, still be ye unwilling to deny the knowledge following the sun of the unpeopled world. Consider ye the seed from which ye sprang. Ye were not made to live like unto brutes, but for pursuit of virtue and of knowledge. So eager did I render my companions with this brief exhortation for the voyage that then I hardly could have held them back. And having turned our stern unto the morning, we of the oars made wings for our mad flight, evermore gaining on the larboard side. Already all the stars of the other pole the night beheld, and ours so very low it did not rise above the ocean floor. Five times rekindled, and as many quenched, had been the splendor underneath the moon since we had entered into the deep pass, when there appeared to us a mountain, dim from distance, and it beheld to me so high as I had never any one beheld. Joyful were we, and soon it turned to weeping. For out of the new land a whirlwind rose, and smote upon the forepart of the ship, Three times it made her whirl with all the waters, 
At the fourth time it made the stern uplift, and the prow downward go as pleased another, until the sea above us closed again. Canto 27 Already was the flame erect and quiet to speak no more, and now departed from us with the permission of the gentle poet, when yet another which behind it came caused us to turn our eyes upon its top by a confused sound that issued from it. As the Sicilian bull that bellowed first with the lament of him, and that was right, who with his file had modulated it, bellowed so with the voice of the afflicted that notwithstanding it was made of brass, still it appeared with agony transfixed, thus by not having any way or issue at first from out the fire, to its own language converted were the melancholy words. But afterwards, when they had gathered way up through the point, giving it that vibration the tongue had given them in their passage out, we heard it said, O thou at whom I aim my voice, and who but now was speaking Lombard, saying, Now go thy way, no more I urge thee. Because I come perchance a little late to stay and speak with me, let it not irk thee, Thou seest it irks not me, and I am burning. If thou but lately into this blind world hast fallen down from that sweet Lycian land, wherefrom I bring the whole of my transgression, say if the Romanuals have peace or war. For I was from the mountains there between Urbino and the yoke where Tiber bursts. I still was downward bent in listening when my conductor touched me on the side, saying, Speak thou this one Alation is. And I, who had beforehand my reply in readiness, forthwith began to speak, O soul that down below there art concealed, Romania thine is not and never has been without war in the bosom of its tyrants, but open war I none have left there now. Ravenna stands as it long years have stood. The eagle of Polenta there is brooding, so that she covers Servia with her vans. The city which once made thou long resistance, and of the French a sanguinary heap, beneath the green paws finds itself again. Verruccio's ancient mastiff and the new, which made such bad disposal of Montaigne, where they are wont to make wimbles of their teeth. The cities of Lamon and Santerno governs the lioncel of the white hare, who changes sides twixt summer-time and winter, and that of which the Savio bays the flank, even as it lies between the plain and mountain, lives between tyranny and a free state. Now I entreat thee, tell us who thou art. Be not more stubborn than the rest have been, so that thy name hold front there in the world. After the fire a little more had roared in its own fashion, the sharp point it moved this way and that, and then gave forth such breath. If I believed that my reply were made to one who the world would e'er return, this flame without more flickering would stand still. But inasmuch as never from this depth did any one return, if I hear true, without the fear of infamy, I answer, I was a man of arms, then cordelier, believing thus begirt to make amends. And truly my belief had been fulfilled, but for the high priest, who may ill betide, who put me back into my former sins and how and wherefore I will have thee here. While I was still the form of bone and pulp my mother gave to me, the deeds I did were not those of a lion, but of a fox. The machinations and the covert ways I knew them all, 
and practiced so their craft that to the ends of the earth the sound went forth. When now unto that portion of mine age I saw myself arrived, when each one ought to lower the sails and coil away the ropes, that which before had pleased then displeased me, and penitent and confessing I surrendered. Ah, woe is me! And it would have bestead me. The leader of the modern Pharisees, having a war near unto Laerton, and not with Saracens, nor with the Jews, for each one of his enemies was Christian, and none of them had been to conquer Acre, nor merchandising in the Sultan's land, nor the high office, nor the sacred orders, in him regarded, nor in me that cord which used to make those girt with it more meagre. But even as Constantine sought out Sylvester to cure his leprosy within Soracta, so this one sought me out as an adept to cure him of the fever of his pride. Counsel he asked of me, and I was silent because his words appeared inebriate. And then he said, Be not thy heart afraid, henceforth I thee absolve, and thou instruct me how to raise Palestrina to the ground. Heaven have I power to lock and to unlock, as thou dost know, Therefore the keys are two, the which my predecessor held not dear. Then urged me on his weighty arguments there, while my silence was the worst advice. And said I, Father, since thou washest me of that sin into which I now must fall, the promise long with the fulfillment short will make thee triumph in the lofty seat. Francis came afterward when I was dead for me, but one of the black cherubim said to him, Take him not. Do me no wrong. He must come down among my servitors, because he gave the fraudulent advice from which time forth I have been at his hair. For who repents not cannot be absolved, nor can one both repent and will at once, because of the contradiction which consents not. O oh, miserable me, how I did shudder when he seized on me, saying, Peradventure thou didst not think that I was a logician. He bore me into Minos, who entwined eight times his tail about his stubborn back, and after he had bitten it in great rage, said, Of the thievish fire a culprit this. Wherefore, here where thou seest I am lost, and vested thus in going I bemoan me. When it had thus completed its recital, the flame departed, uttering lamentations, writhing and flapping its sharp-pointed horn. Onward we passed, both I and my conductor, up o'er the crag above another arch, which the moat covers, where is paid the fee by those who, sowing discord, win their burden. Canto 28 Whoever could, e'en with untrammeled words, tell of the blood and of the wounds in full which now I saw by many times narrating, each tongue would for a certainty fall short by reason of our speech and memory that have small room to comprehend so much. If were again assembled all the people which formerly upon the fateful land of Puglia were lamenting for their blood shed by the Romans and the lingering war that of the rings made such illustrious spoils as Livy has recorded, who errs not, with those who felt the agony of blows by making counterstand to Robert Guiscard, and all the rest whose bones are gathered still at Seperano, where a renegade was each Apulian, and at Tagliacozzo, where without arms the old Alardo conquered, and one his limb transpierced, and one lopped off, would show, 
it would be nothing to compare with the disgusting mode of the ninth Bolgia. A cask by losing centerpiece or cant was never shattered so, as I saw one rent from the chin to where one breaketh wind. Between his legs was hanging down his entrails, his heart was visible, and the dismal sack that maketh excrement of what is eaten. While I was all absorbed in seeing him, he looked at me and opened with his hands his bosom, saying, See how now I rend me, how mutilated see is Mahomet. In front of me doth Ali weeping go, cleft in the face from forelock unto chin, and all the others whom thou here beholdest, disseminators of scandal and of schism while living were, and therefore are cleft thus. A devil is behind here, who doth cleave us thus cruelly, unto the falchion's edge, putting again each one of us this ream when we have gone around the doleful road, by reason that our wounds are closed again ere any one in front of him repass. But who art thou that musest on the crag perchance to postpone going to the pain that is adjudged upon thine accusations? Nor death hath reached him yet, nor guilt doth bring him, my master made reply, to be tormented but to procure him full experience, me who am dead behooves it to conduct him down here through hell from circle unto circle, and this is true as that I speak to thee. More than a hundred were there when they heard him, who in the moat stood still to look at me, through wonderment oblivious of their torture. Now say to Fra Dolcino, then, to arm him, thou who perhaps wilt shortly see the sun, if soon he wish not here to follow me, so with provisions, that no stress of snow may give the victory to the Novaris, which otherwise to gain would not be easy. After one foot to go away he lifted, this word did Mohammed say unto me, then to depart upon the ground he stretched it. Another one who had his throat pierced through, and nose cut off close underneath the brows, had no longer but a single ear, staying to look in wonder with the others before the others did his gillet open, which outwardly was red in every part, and said, O thou whom guilt doth not condemn, and whom I once saw up in Latian land, unless too great similitude deceive me, call to remembrance Pier de Medicina, if e'er thou see again the lovely plain that from Vercelli slopes to Marcabo, and make it known to the best two of Fano, to Messer Guido and Angiolello likewise, that if foreseeing here be not in vain, cast over from their vessel shall they be, and drown near unto the Catolica, by the betrayal of a tyrant fell. Between the isles of Cyprus and Majorca, Neptune ne'er yet beheld so great a crime, neither of pirates nor argolic people. That traitor who sees only with one eye and holds the land, which some one here with me would fain be fasting from the vision of, will make them come unto a parley with him. Then will do so, that to Focara's wind they shall not stand in need of vow or prayer. And I to him... Show to me and declare, if thou wouldst have me bear up news of thee, who is this person of the bitter vision? Then did he lay his hand upon the jaw of one of his companions, and his mouth oped, crying, 
This is he, and he speaks not. This one being banished, every doubt submerged in Caesar by affirming the forearmed, always with detriment, allowed delay. Oh, how bewildered unto me appeared, with tongue asunder in his windpipe slit, Curio, who in speaking was so bold and one who both his hands dissevered had, the stumps uplifting through the murky air so that the blood made horrible his face, cried out, Thou shalt remember Mosca also, who said, Alas, a thing done has an end, which was an ill seed for the Tuscan people. And death unto thy race, thereto I added, whence he, accumulating woe on woe, departed like a person sad and crazed. But I remained to look upon the crowd, and saw a thing which I should be afraid without some further proof even to recount. If it were not the good conscience reassures me, that good companion which emboldens man beneath the hauberk of its feeling pure. I truly saw, and still I seem to see it, a trunk without a head walk in like manner as the others of the mournful herd and by the hair it held the head dissevered hung from the hand in fashion of a lantern and that upon us gazed and said oh me it of itself made to itself a lamp and they were two in one and one in two how that can be he knows who ordains it when it was come close to the bridge's foot it lifted high its arm with all the head to bring more closely unto us its words which were Behold now the sore penalty, thou who dost breathing go to the dead beholding. Behold if any be as great as this. And so that thou may carry news of me, know that Bertram de Bourne am I, the same who gave to the young king the evil comfort. I made the father and the son rebellious. Achitophel not more with Absalom and David did with his accursed goadings. Because I parted persons so united, parted do I now bear my brain, alas, from its beginning which is in this trunk. Thus is observed in me the counterpoise. Canto 29 The many people and the diverse wounds these eyes of mine had so inebriated, that they were wishful to stand still and weep. But said Virgilus, what dost thou still gaze at? Why is thy sight still riveted down there among the mournful mutilated shades? Thou hast not done so at the other bulge. Consider, if to count them thou believest, that two and twenty miles the valley winds, and now the moon is underneath our feet. Henceforth the time allotted us is brief, and more is to be seen than what thou seest. If thou hadst, I made answer thereupon, attended to the cause for which I looked, perhaps a longer stay thou wouldst have pardoned. Meanwhile my guide departed, and behind him I went, already making my reply, and super-adding, In that cavern where I held mine eyes, with such attention fixed, I think a spirit of my blood laments the sin which down below there costs so much. Then said the master, be no longer broken thy thought from this time forward upon him. Attend elsewhere, and let there him remain. For I saw below the little bridge pointing at thee, and threatening with his finger fiercely, and heard him call Jerry de Bello. 
so wholly at that time wast thou impeded by him who formerly held Altaforte. Thou didst not look that way, so he departed. O oh, my conductor, his own violent death, which is not yet avenged for him, I said, by any who is sharer in the shame, made him disdainful, whence he went away, as I imagine, without speaking to me, and thereby made me pity him the more. Thus did we speak as far as the first place upon the crag, which the next valley shows down to the bottom, if there were more light. When we were now right over the last cloister of Malibulge, so that its lay brothers could manifest themselves unto our sight, diverse lamentings pierced me through and through, which with compassion had their arrows barbed, whereat mine ears I covered with my hands. What pain would be if from the hospitals of Valediciana, twixt July and September, and of Maremma and Sardinia, all the diseases in one moat were gathered, such was it here, and such a stench came from it as from putrescent limbs is wont to issue. We had descended on the furthest bank from the long crag, upon the left hand still, and then more vivid was my power of sight down towards the bottom, where the ministress of the High Lord, Justice Infallible, punishes forgers, which she here records. I do not think a sadder sight to see was in Aegina, the whole people sick. When was the air so full of pestilence, the animals down to the little worm all fell, and afterwards the ancient people, according as the poets have affirmed, were from the seat of ants restored again? Then was it to behold through that dark valley the spirits languishing in diverse heaps? This on the belly, that upon the back one of the other lay, and others crawling shifted themselves among the dismal road. We step by step went onward without speech, gazing upon and listening to the sick who had not strength enough to lift their bodies. I saw two sitting leaned against each other, as leans in heating platter against platter, from head to foot bespotted o'er with scabs. And never saw I plied a curry-comb by stable-boy for whom his master waits, or him who keeps awake unwillingly, as every one was plying fast the bite of nails upon himself for the great rage of itching which no other sucker had. And the nails downward with them dragged the scab, in fashion as a knife the scales of bream, or any other fish that has them largest. O thou that with thy fingers dost dismail thee, began my leader unto one of them, and makest of them pincers now and then, tell me if any Latian is with those who are herein, so may thy nails suffice thee to all eternity unto this work. Latians are we, whom thou so wasted seest, both of us here, one weeping made reply. But who art thou that questionest about us? And said the guide, One am I who descends down with this living man from cliff to cliff, and I intend to show hell unto him. Then broken was their mutual support, and trembling each one turned himself to me, with others who had heard him by rebound. Holy to me did the good's master gather, saying, Say unto them whate'er thou wishest. And I began, since he would have it so. So may your memory not steal away in the first world from out the minds of men, but so may it survive neath many suns. Say to me who ye are, and of what people. Let not your foul and loathsome punishment make you afraid to show yourselves to me. I of Arezzo was, one made reply, 
and Albert of Siena had me burned. But what I died for does not bring me here. Tis true, I said to him, speaking in jest, that I could rise by flight into the air, and he who had conceit but little wit would have me show to him the art. And only because no Daedalus I made him, made me be burned by one whom held him as his son. But unto the last bulgia of the ten, for alchemy which in the world I practiced, Minos, who cannot err, has me condemned. And to the poet said I, now was ever so vain a people as the Sienese, not for a certainty the French by far. Whereat the other leper who had heard me replied unto my speech, taking out Stricca, who knew the art of moderate expenses, and Niccolo, who the luxurious use of cloves discovered earliest of all within that garden where such seed takes root, and taking out the band among whom was squandered Caccia de Asian, his vineyards and vast woods, and where his wit the abagliado preferred. But that thou know who thus doth second thee against the Sienese, make sharp thine eye towards me, so that my face well answer thee. And thou shalt see I am Capoccio's shade, who meddles falsified by alchemy. Thou must remember, if I well descry thee, how I a skilful ape of nature was. Canto 30 was at the time when Juno was enraged for Semela against the Theban blood, as she already more than once had shown, so reft of reason Athamas became, that seeing his own wife with children twain walking encumbered upon either hand, he cried, Spread out the nets, that I may take the lioness and her whelps upon the passage, and then extended his unpitying claws, seizing the first who had the name Learchus, and whirled him round and dashed him on a rock and she, with the other burthen, drowned herself. And at the time when fortune downward hurled the Trojans' arrogance, that all things dared, so that the king was with his kingdom crushed, Hecubus sad, disconsolate, and captive, when lifeless she beheld Polyxena, and of her Polydorus on the shore of ocean was the dolorous one aware. Out of her senses like a dog she barked, so much the anguish had her mind distorted. But not of Thebes, the Furies, nor the Trojan were ever seen in any one so cruel and goading beasts, and much more human members, as I beheld two shadows pale and naked, who, biting in the manner, ran along that a boar does. When from the sty turned loose, one to Capoccio came, and by the nape seized with his teeth his neck, so that in dragging it made his belly grate the solid bottom. And the Aretine, who trembled, had remained, said to me, That mad sprite is Gianni Shichi, and raving goes thus harrying other people. Oh, said I to him, so may not the other set teeth on thee. Let it not weary thee to tell us who it is, ere it dart hence. And he to me, That is the ancient ghost of the nefarious Myrrha, who became beyond all rightful love her father's lover. She came to sin with him after this manner by counterfeiting of another's form, as he who goeth yonder undertook that he might gain the lady of the herd to counterfeit in himself Busso Donati, making a will and giving it due form. And after the two maniacs had passed on whom I held mine eye, I turned it back to look upon the other evil-born. I saw one made in fashion of a lute, 
if he had only had the groin cut off just at the point at which a man is forked. The heavy dropsy, that so disproportions the limbs with humors, which it ill concocts, that the face corresponds not to the belly, compelled him so to hold his lips apart as does the hectic, who because of thirst one towards the chin, the other upward turns. O ye who without any torment are, and why I know not in the world of woe, he said to us, behold and be attentive unto the misery of Master Adam. I had while living much of what I wished, and now, alas, a drop of water crave. The rivulets that from the verdant hills of Cassentin descend down into Arno, making their channels to be cold and moist, ever before me stand, and not in vain. For far more doth their image dry me up than the disease which strips my face of flesh. The rigid justice that chastises me draweth occasion from the place in which I sinned, to put the more my size in flight. There's Romana, where I counterfeited the currency imprinted with the Baptist, for which I left my body burned above. But if I here could see the tristful soul of Guido, or as Alessandro, or their brother, for Brandis Fount I would not give the sight. One is within already, if the raving shades that are going round about speak truth. But what avails it me whose limbs are tied? If I were only still so light that in a hundred years I could advance one inch, I had already started on the way, seeking him out among this squalid folk, although the circuit be eleven miles, and be not less than half a mile across. For them am I in such a family. They did induce me into coining florins, which had three carats of impurity. And I to him. Who are the two poor wretches that smote like unto a wet hand in winter, lying there close upon thy right hand confines? I found them here, replied he, when I reigned into this chasm and since they have not turned, nor do I think they will for evermore. One the false woman is who accused Joseph, the other false Sinon, Greek of Troy. From acute fever they send forth such reek. And one of them, who felt himself annoyed at being peradventure named so darkly, smote with the fist upon his hardened paunch. It gave a sound, as if it were a drum, and Master Adam smote him in the face, with arm that did not seem to be less hard, saying to him, Although be taken from me all motion for my limbs that heavy are, I have an arm unfettered for such need. Whereat he answer made, When thou didst go unto the fire, thou hadst it not so ready, but hadst it so and more when thou wast coining. The dropsicle, Thou sayest true in that, but thou wast not so true a witness there, where thou wast questioned of the truth at Troy. If I spake false, thou falsifiest the coin, said Sinon, and for one fault I am here, and thou for more than any other demon. Remember, perjurer, about the horse, he made reply, who had the swollen belly, and rueful be it thee, the whole world knows it. Rueful to thee the thirst wherewith cracks thy tongue, the Greek said, and the putrid water that hedges so thy paunch before thine eyes. Then the false coiner, so is gaping wide thy mouth for speaking evil as tis wont, because if I have thirst and humour stuff me, thou hast the burning and the head that aches, and to lick up the mirror of Narcissus thou wouldst not want words many to invite thee. 
In listening to them I was wholly fixed. When said the master to me, Now just look, for little wants it that I quarrel with thee. When I heard him in anger speak to me, I turned me round towards him with such shame that still it eddies through my memory. And as he is, who dreams of his own harm, who dreaming wishes it may be a dream, so that he craves what is, as if it were not. Such I became, not having power to speak, for to excuse myself I wished, and still excused myself, and did not think I did it. Less shame doth wash away a greater fault, the master said, than this of thine has been, therefore thyself disburden of all sadness, and make account that I am I beside thee, if e'er it come to pass that fortune bring thee where there are people in a like dispute. For a base wish it is to wish to hear it. End of Inferno Canto 26-30